Welcome to Runs with Dogs. I am Jen, joined as always by GR Dad. Run, 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 run. How's it going, GR Dad? It's going fine. I'm doing fine. I did not run a huge race this weekend. I am also doing fine. I feel pretty much back to normal. We're recording on Tuesday. You look pretty normal. <laughs> I mean, it's just a training run for you. It was an epic race and it was hard, but, uh, you know, it didn't damage me. Races don't really damage me at this point. No, or... you're pretty sturdy. <clears throat> So, uh, yeah, so this weekend on Sunday, I ran the inaugural Marine Corps 50K. So it's the Marine Corps Marathon, but they added a 50K this year. Great feature. Yeah, it was small. I mean, the Marine Corps Marathon is 30,000 people. Uh, the 50K was like 1,500 people, which still made it the biggest ultra marathon in the 1500 country. 1,500 people is yeah. a lot. Yeah. It, that's big. I mean, ultras are usually like never a thousand. 100 people. Never even 1,000. No, yeah. it's the biggest ultramarathon wow yep in terms of number um i just know it sold out in like a day an hour it was an like hour. an hour yeah. Yeah. yeah um yeah i just like happened i was like getting ready to go on stage to give a talk and i was like just mindlessly checking twitter and i saw a tweet that's like yeah the spots are open for the 50k i didn't even know it was happening and i was like registering now everybody's <laughs> gonna wait until i get this like on my phone right typing trying to fill out the thing so i've been very excited about this race no, uh, that's like rolling stone tickets yes yeah. back in the day mm-hmm. yep uh so yeah it was this weekend um so as you all know if you are listening to the podcast two weeks ago we ran the chicago marathon yeah we both ran it and then last weekend i you know and then i didn't run the week after partially because like i was traveling and doing other stuff and then i was like I really need to run another race last weekend. And I was like, oh, we were in Baltimore. We took a little field trip to Baltimore to go to a library. And we were leaving and they had signs up for the Baltimore Marathon, which I've run before. And uh, I was like, oh, yeah, that's a good race. It's too bad we missed it. It's always the same weekend as the Chicago Marathon. And it's like weird. All the stuff is still up. And we got home and, and I looked and it was like the next day yeah we were there on friday like a week ago friday and it's like saturday is the race and i was like well crap it is a saturday race which is unusual yeah it's weird mm-hmm. to have a saturday race and i was like fuck it i'm doing it and so we uh so i signed up and then we drove back to baltimore to pick up your back in terrible traffic and then back home i mean all we did all day was like drive back and forth to baltimore yeah and the time it took us to go to baltimore back and to baltimore and back we probably could have driven to like nebraska i think so the the up and back the first time was nice and we caught just traffic like rush hour traffic both ways the second time i, <laughs> I mean, was like I, I exaggerate i guess we could have made it to cleveland six hours oh yeah yeah for sure if i had just been like hang on, let me quickly Google in the car when that race is. We could have just pulled over. We literally drove We were past. driving past the signs that said like, Baltimore Marathon. You can Marathon. register today. We Baltimore drove past half. the convention center for Baltimore the Baltimore this, yeah. So anyway, I, ran, I just ran the half marathon because I'm not a total idiot to run a marathon and then another marathon and then a 50K three weekends in a row. Uh, I knew that wouldn't be good. And so I ran the Baltimore half marathon last weekend and... Well, I guess we didn't do a podcast over that. And the only thing I wanted to note is that, you know, I did like a little Instagram story about it. It's a half marathon is not that epic for me at this point. But at like the four mile mark, I had stopped uh, 
to go to the bathroom in one of the porta potties. And when I was in there, I thought the dude in the porta potty next to me had like a portable speaker that was playing Baby Shark really loud. <laughs> and I'm like, oh man, like I would love to like post a little video of this, but I'm not going to post like an in the porta potty video. Like that's that's from past. the porta potty to another porta potty. That's just too much. Yeah. So I come out of the porta potty, and it turns out it's not the dude next to me. It is the ambulance parked at the aid station blasting baby shark out of the speaker on top of the ambulance and one of the paramedics in front she was doing this like amazing dance like 90s hip-hoppy club dance like holding one of her legs behind her and like oh hopping goodness. around and so she was way into it and like i couldn't get my phone out in time to take a video before it ended for for those of you who aren't from the dmv mm-hmm. uh that is the unofficial anthem for the washington nationals these days that's yeah. why it's playing all over uh washington maryland area Yep, they're in the World Series and everybody like does the little baby shark dance. They do it like if they get a single, they do like the little finger, pinchy baby shark. And if they get a double, they do the mommy shark. And if they get a triple, they do the daddy shark, like from the guy on base to the people in the dugout. It's It's very cute. It's very charming. So uh, yeah, otherwise, I mean, the Baltimore Marathon's a great race. Steep, right? It's got some steepness. Got some real hills, for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, But I had a nice time felt good it's a very local race people are very much from baltimore and about i mean sort of like chicago but chicago's so damn big it's so big yeah yeah it's much it's much more local people i mean it's still a big race um but it's also really nice because there's a full marathon the half marathon starts at like 10 in the morning and you start kind of halfway through and basically join up with the regular marathon that's pretty Uh, cool it's really nice to start late and there was a golden ratio fan there who like booked it and he's like, oh, I just ran really hard to catch up to you. And like, I remember him from meetups and I think he came to one of the live shows. We took a selfie. So I talked to him for a minute. That was pretty cool. That is pretty cool. Yeah. So anyway, that was like my one kind of last run before the 50K this weekend. I don't think I ran last week. Again, just things have been so busy. Uh, And I, you know. You were traveling. I needed to rest. Things being busy means you were traveling. Yeah, it's been crazy. Yeah. Um, so the Marine Corps marathon and for me, the 50 K was on Sunday and, uh, Saturday. I w- so our friend Jason, who we've mentioned on a few of the podcasts, yeah. he was also doing the 50 K. And, uh, so there's a cutoff, like basically for the Marine Corps marathon, it starts at eight in the morning. The course is open until three in the afternoon. The, the big thing is beat the bridge, right? Yeah. You have to be out of. So it starts in Arlington, Virginia, kind of, and basically right outside Arlington Cemetery. And then you run across the Key Bridge in Georgetown into Washington, D.C. You run through a bunch of D.C. And then you everybody has to be out of D.C. and back in Virginia for the last few miles of the course by 1.15. Like the permit for the race, all runners out of D.C. at 1.15. So you have to be on the 14th Street Bridge heading out of the district by 1.15 or else you get pulled. You it's, can't keep going. It's a major bridge that connects... DC to the Pentagon and, and National Airport oh, yeah. and Alexandria and and Point South. So it's a, you know, having that thing closed for six hours is a big deal. But then they they're very strict about the six hours. They can't they they're not going to be like oh we'll just let it slide. There's a couple more people. Yeah. We'll, we'll hold these cars for another half an hour. Yeah. I mean, a lot of marathons are like they've got the cutoff, and if you're behind, I mean, the worst thing that they do is like they'll route you onto a sidewalk, but they let you finish. You, I mean, yeah. sometimes people wait like an hour behind. They'll kind of let him finish. And they'll give you a medal and they'll, yeah. they'll accept it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, here, if you're not on that bridge at 115, you're done. 
It's kind it's, of Marines-like, I guess. Very, right? They're very clear about it, though. Yeah. Um, and they have kind of, they call them the gauntlets. There's three of them. Uh, basically one, you know, I think three miles ahead of that, one at the bridge, and then one in Crystal City back in Virginia. Um, so that they're less strict about that one because... You're already over the bridge, yeah. Yeah, it's like you can... There are sidewalks that you can hang out on basically all the way to the finish. Uh, and so... Yeah, so basically you have about seven hours. You know, the finish line stays open till three. You have to be across that bridge at 1.15, which is a fairly generous pace. For the 50K, we have to run five miles farther. And so seven hours for a 50K is right about what it takes me to run one in the best case. And I mean, I don't like to push super hard. It's hard to run that far. Um... And, you know, I like to stop and take pictures of stuff. Pet and dogs. Pet dogs, let's right? Not forget. I mean, that was a good 10 minutes in Chicago. Yeah. <laughs> like, for real, that I was like, oh, I'll stop, pet this dog, pet this <laughs> other dog. Um, so we have to run an extra five miles, and we got an extra 25 minutes. So we started early and started going. Um, but I knew it was going to be close. I didn't think I was going to get caught. I mean, something really bad would have to have happened. I would have had to be kind of 15 minutes behind my expected pace, but it can. I mean, if I've had stuff happen in races where like... I mean, you might have to adopt a dog. I mean, the, the paperwork takes a while. I would have just carried the dog and done the paperwork <laughs> after the race. At the finish. At least me, after me at the, the bridge. finish. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I knew it was going to be close because um, basically we had to be on pace like when we came basically we'd run five miles and then we'd go do a little spur that the marathon didn't do so when we were 10 miles in everybody else was five miles in we were at the very back of the pack at that point of the marathon marathon of the marathon marathon um we're normally like if i'm concerned with a race like this i'll start further up in the course like gr dad and i have done this before he's faster than me i'll start with him and I don't get in the way of people like I'm a little slower than those runners. Um, but it kind of gives me like the Chicago marathon, it gives me half an hour over the wave I would have started in. Um, which is just like, I don't like being all the way at the back. That's right. It is kind of, cause it's an absolute time that they, that they reopen the bridge. So if you're in the first wave, if you're up at the front of all the I mean, you have runners, 15 or 20 minutes extra. You, you, yeah. You have longer to get For to the sure. bridge, but, but, counterintuitively all the fast people start first yeah they don't Uh, need it which is good like and for me it works like because i'm not a fast runner but i always run the full race and so if i start kind of with my pace group it gets super frustrating about halfway through because i'm still running and they're walking or i'm with run walkers who are constantly like stopping in front of me um so the race works out much better for me when I'm kind of with people who are just a tiny bit faster, like I don't get in their way, but I'm, you know, up with people who are kind of running the whole time. Yeah. Um, Cause you're the people that start with you often slow down to my pace by the end. Yes. So it kind of works out. That's right. Uh, but I couldn't do that here because we started early. And so I joined back up with the very back, like people who were walking at mile five, wow. um, which is fine, but it's like, then they're sweeping the course a mile behind you. It's called the sweep bus. They like yeah. if you're if they catch you, you have to get in the bus. <laughs> basically, right? that, yeah. Isn't that what it is? Basically, uh, and so I saw it a bunch of times where you'll you know you do these kind of out and backs. You go up into Rock Creek Park and turn around, and I would see like oh, a mile one mile marker behind where I am. Right, I'm like a mile and a quarter ahead of it. I stayed that far ahead of it, but. Wow. 
uh, I don't like it being that close. No, that's that's stressful. Because um, if you get a cramp or something, then all of a sudden you're you yeah, know, you they no catch leeway. You. They catch you for sure. Yeah. Uh, so. I was super paranoid about getting there because they have very strict security. Like you start at the Pentagon um, and, you know, the traffic's crazy. I've tried taking the Metro before and it can just be packed. I mean, strict security, they check your bag. Like they'll they'll rummage through your bag yeah. right? and make you go through tunnels. And I don't think they do metal detectors. They do. They, they wand do. you. They do wand yeah. you now, yeah. <clears throat> Which so, for 30,000 people. Takes a yeah, it can take a while. And I have been, one year I did it, I got stuck in the security and didn't even get to the start line until like half an hour after the race had started. Ugh. I was also at the very back for that one, a mile ahead of the sweep, yeah. which was so frustrating because it's like, I'm not this slow. I started half an hour behind everybody. Um, yeah, which turned out to be pretty equivalent to this year. I started half an hour early, but I had an hour of running to do. So I was half an hour behind, basically. Yeah. Um, so I was like just so paranoid the night before. And I was like, all right. I'm going to get up at four. Now the race, my race starts at seven 30. I'm going to get up at four. If I leave the house at five, worst case, I'll get there at six. I got there at five 30. And <laughs> then I have, God, how long is it going to take? Yeah, to but you walk? got there. You still have to walk uh, two miles to the finish, to the start, right? Uh, it's a little over a mile. Okay. Yeah. And I didn't know, like when GR dad and I have done this before, there's a normal place like in Arlington cemetery where we kind of cut in and the website for the Marine Corps marathon is atrocious there's just no information there so for chicago like in our packets and everything it's like here's a map of the start line and here are all the security checkpoints and the best ones to enter for each thing and they're like yeah good luck pentagon north like they don't say where they are and i was like well if they don't have one there am i gonna have to walk all the way around the pentagon to where the metro drops off it just didn't say and i was like all right well i gotta give myself an hour to walk and then, you know, half an hour, 45 minutes for security. Because yeah, it changes every year too, that you never know. Like yeah. the Metro's open one year, but not another year. Yeah, it year wasn't open then, last year. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, what ended up happening is everything went great. Walked right <laughs> through security. Uh, and then I was at the start line at 6.15 for what, the 7.30 race. What was the weather like for your weight? It was raining. It had started raining at midnight and the worst of the rain had not come. I was smart enough to get myself a little emergency poncho. So I had like the plastic poncho on. It would have been miserable. Like a trash bag. Kind of. But I mean like a proper, you know, like you see people wearing at sports games in Disney. They had a hood and little sleeves. That's good. There were plenty of people in trash bags too. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, I had to sit around and you can't sit on the ground because it's wet. And there's nothing to like hide under. I had to like basically stand around or like lean on a guardrail on two hours, an hour and a half. Yeah. Um, In the cold rain. It wasn't that cold, actually. It was in the 60s. That that is the hardest part about these races before the race. That is because you can't time it. it. Like I always need to go to the bathroom beforehand. And the lines are always, there's probably about 50 people in line for each porta potty. And so you kind of might stand in line for half an hour which kind of screws, sometimes yeah screws me up um but i don't but it's miserable running if you have to go i mean so the yeah. whole thing is always screwed up and then the security is an uncertain factor it can be it's so, usually really fast but occasionally you can get caught in a push or with somebody with a bag who's being argumentative and you just stuck so you give yourself time this is sort of like the airport thing right you give yourself time and then you're there an hour and a half early except unlike an airport it's totally inhospitable and you're dressed for running not for waiting right, right? yes so it often is very cold you don't have a parka because you'd have to throw yeah. it away yeah yeah 
Uh, so at least it wasn't cold, but it was raining. And I knew it was supposed to rain for the majority of the race. Whoa. So uh, I took some precautions. I have had blisters in the last few races. So I switched back to the running shoes that I had used for many years. I still have a stockpile of them in the basement. And uh, I stopped using them every day because I've just got a weird problem like where my toe joint gets sore and other like more cushioned shoes are better. But I never had blister problems with these in races. So on the Instagram story, I put like trail toes, like the toe lubricant, like just smeared that stuff on there. The little toe socks, right? Where each toe gets its own thing. You almost like encase your foot in Vaseline because it it's waterproof. Yeah. And, uh, and then I have these little stickers that you can stick in your shoe and they're really slippery. And so they keep you from having kind of friction issues between your shoe and your foot. And so I put those in the spots where I normally would kind of get blisters. And so I had all this stuff. I just like to note that that worked. I didn't get any blisters despite epic. Dude, my toenails beams. and blisters. All toenails still really intact. Good. Really uh, good. The problem is it's like five different things I changed from the last race. So I don't really know which one worked, but at least I have this formula where my feet can be wet for seven hours and 16 minutes and oh, uh, crazy. do okay. So that was good. Um, so anyway, we finally start, they shoot off a howitzer and they didn't count us down or anything. I think cause like they were like, all right, we're getting ready for the start oh, of the 50 k. We got one too. minute left. And then I think they didn't want the other, like the marathon <laughs> runners to go. So it was just like, we're all standing there. All right. We got our parkers off. We're kind of mm, ready. And then it's like, it's like 10 feet away. Right. And, it's, and we're all like, whoa, okay. I guess we'll start running now. <clears throat> so, uh. You know, all the Marines are laughing. All oh, the yeah. artillery guys <laughs> are funny. like, <laughs> uh, So uh, it was a great race. I mean, the Marine Corps Marathon is a great race. Uh, Marines friggin' everywhere. And these poor guys and girls, I mean, are out there in the pouring rain, right? So, I mean, they are they have good military rain gear on, but they were out there all day in yeah. the rain. Um, and yeah. they just do, they're inevitably cheerful and supportive and I know wonderful. those guys have gone through so much tough stuff and then they're supportive of like these marathon runners, right? Yeah. <laughs> they're just like running around in their skimpies. <laughs> yeah. No, they're great. Um, really just, it's very well organized, um, runs really smoothly. I mean, it has, you know, there's always a little hiccup here or there, like in every marathon, but, uh, it's, it's not because the Marines aren't working hard. No, right. it's very well put together. Yeah. Um, and so it's a great race. It's hilly, not like super hilly. I mean, I've run the San Francisco Marathon. I've run... Surprisingly hilly, I guess, because you do look at... You fly around D.C. and you think, oh, flat. You don't think that it's very hilly, but it totally is. Yeah. Um, Arlington, I mean, you start off with a bunch of hills in Arlington, and then uh, we cross into you cross in on the Key Bridge... We did this sort of two and a half mile out and back, which was like gently uphill on Canal Road and back. Mm -hmm. You get into Rock Creek Park, which is quite a big uphill for a couple miles and then back down. And then it sort of levels out. Um, Except for the bridge. And the, the bridge is sort of uphill, which is one of these hills that I don't really notice, but your dad oh, totally does. I hate the, I mean, the, it is no, I'm not the only one. No, no, for sure. The bridge, I, it's just a, it's just a freeway <clears throat> bridge, but it seems like it's uphill the whole way, which is impossible. It should have a bow, right? It should go down at both ends. Yeah. But it's always at mile 18, 19, 17, 18, 20. 19, 20 this year. Yeah, 20 is the start of the bridge. And well, so you're regular. already just, I am very sensitive to, yeah. to verts at that point. <laughs> That's true. Uh, 
so anyway, I was doing fine. I, you know, pushed it a little bit at the beginning to gain myself some time. Not super fast, but, you know, like a mile faster. And you faster were worried they'd me. pull you, like, after the first five-mile loop, they'd check times or, you know, do a, like... And a, I was way ahead of that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, 10 minutes ahead of that, which do, is pretty good for Do you think they miles. did check that, or was it really just the bridge? I don't think so. I mean, there were people where I was coming out of the, like, to the end of that additional five-mile spur. So yep. I was basically on mile nine and a half. There were people just coming in who I think must have had the problem I was worried about where they missed the start and had to start with the marathon. Mm. And, uh, you know, they wouldn't let them just run on their own in the half hour between our start. And so I think they probably started with the marathon. And and then then, took a left instead of a right. Yeah. So they were going in, you know, they were at like mile five when I was at mile 10. Uh, They also looked pretty tired, so I'm not sure that they made it. Uh, But... But I don't think they weren't pulling people. They did say they were going to kind of check at that point, but they were letting him up there. But so. mental picture, while you're looking at all this, it's pouring rain. Pouring rain. So let's talk about the rain. Yeah. Like, I knew, we knew it was going to rain. It was like 100% chance of rain. It was supposed to rain 0.7 inches. It rained 1.4 inches over the strongest hour and a half of the rain. Which is torrential. Torrential rain. I mean, there was a good, nice, strong, steady rain for a lot of the race. And then just these torrential downpours, uh, flash floods in the street of D.C., the storm drains backed up. And I, I kind of posted about this, but just imagine that, like, you know, if you were to step, like, off the curb onto the street, you'd be ankle deep in water trying to run into the storm drains. But the storm drains are full. So there's all this water trying to go into the storm drains, but there's nowhere for it to go. So there's a ton of pressure because it's all coming from like higher points in D.C. down to the lower points in D.C. where we are. Right, D.C. is sort of on a hill from north to south and we're at the south point. Uh, So all this water coming in. So on the sidewalks, there's like manhole covers on the sidewalks to provide access to the storm drains. And the storm drains are full and pressurized. So the little holes in the manhole covers are shooting up like two, three foot fountains of water. Fountains like in the... They looked... Like the mall. Like little mall fountains. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Uh, Every one of them had that and just, you know... Stop everywhere. I mean, it was... So you're not getting just rained on. You're also getting squirted up. Oh, yeah. And I mean, it's like where you take a step and water squishes out of the top of your shoe. Uh, On Haynes Point, which is sort of the deadest part of the course, um, that gets kind of floody just kind of anytime it rains. it's sea level. It's already at river level. It's right at river level. And uh, yeah, I mean, there's like waves in the Potomac, like which doesn't happen, like rolling towards the shore. It was very epic. And, uh, yeah, so there was a point where I got to the end of, like, Haynes Point is sort of, you go out on one side, it's like a little island, and then back, and I had gone around the curve to come back, and all of a sudden, everybody in front of me stopped. Now, this was at, like, mile 18 for me, I guess, because the half marathon point's right out there, and I was like, all right, like, I get people are slowing down, why is everybody walking I think really it was 23 slow. for you. I think it's like 18 for the marathon. No, no, no. Oh, because you... Haynes Point is the halfway. before the mall. Yeah, okay, it's before yeah. the mall. Sorry. Um, and so everybody's all of a sudden stop and walking. And I look and it's because the water in the road is like mid-calf depth. Ugh. Like the whole road is flooded out. Uh, I actually like went up on some grass, no, some mud and kind of tromped through that. Um, but it was incredible rain. And then like all of a sudden... <laughs> Well, the UPS guy's here. That Thank you, be. Vink. Vink's cute. All of a sudden, Vink goes crazy. Vink, it's okay, Vink. Vink, come here. Uh, 
Yeah, the rain stops and like you can see blue sky breaking through the clouds. Like there's clearly a front and it has passed. And then 15 minutes, no clouds. It's the sun. It's 77 degrees. Like a different day. Perfect blue sky. Like a different day. Uh, The river was like steaming. So you look out onto the Potomac and you can see the water, but then you can see there's like 10 feet of like fog on top of it. And boats would go by and they'd kind of push through the fog. I mean, it was, I'm so sad that I didn't have a lot of free time because I absolutely would have stopped for like three or four minutes just to take pictures. I was hoping somebody else did because it was just like beautiful and insane and I haven't found any. So if any of you have seen pictures from that, uh, please tweet them at me or whatever. I mean, everyone's phone was swamped. That's the thing. I didn't take many, you know, if it just been, oh, take the thing out, like that's fine. Uh, But the phone is in a Ziploc bag because it's raining. So... um, I didn't get a lot of pictures of it, but yeah, it was very epic. I didn't rain. even see the winning times. It cannot, it cannot have been a fast marathon. I don't know. I mean, yeah. it, they don't have any elites at that race, so it's true. It's not a money race. Yeah. Um, so anyway, that yeah, that was the weather. Um, I did take notes of random other stuff to mention. Yeah. So uh, here are my notes: egg sign, hug lady, dog guy, Coke, <laughs> French fries. <laughs> okay all right well thanks that was very nice so here's the egg sign and i i'm embarrassed about this story all right so i'm coming at the bridge i'm right at right before the bridge you're going like past the smithsonian castle 25 mile 25 uh 20 yeah 25 and there's a lady dressed in an egg costume this is the week before halloween so there's always people in costumes so she's in like a fried egg costume fried egg like a it's like yeah, yolk yeah. in the middle. Yeah, not like a whole egg, like a <laughs> fro- like a cooked egg. Yeah. Yolk in the middle. And she's holding a sign that said, Humpty Dumpty had wall problems too. And I thought this was a Trump sign. Yeah. And I was like, that's funny. He's having wall problems. Literally two days later, I realized she was talking about hitting the wall in the marathon. Oh, that's too complicated. <laughs> that's too complicated. But I'm like, it's funny because like, Humpty Dumpty, he was kind of like an egg, he fell <laughs> off, she's a cooked egg, she's making a Trump joke, she's not, she was making a marathon joke, but I thought it was a real, I wrote it down as a thing to talk about, because I liked the sign, and then later realized it was a marathon about joke. About hitting the wall? About hitting the oh, wall. That's so insider, like, like that's so niche. <laughs> so there you go, this shows you how well my brain egg. was working. <laughs> I was like, oh, it's a Trump sign. I mean, there egg. are a lot of Trump stuff. We are there. in D.C. Yes. Uh, hug lady was also at the same point and it was like clearly somebody's mom could have been somebody's grandma I mean she's <laughs> probably 60 ish yeah. and uh, she, she was out there with like clearly one of her friends and they had these bright pink jackets on and these signs and her sign said I'm just here for the hugs Whoa. and this is like mile just before that like 24 and a half oh. and I'm like can I have one of the hugs? And she's like, of course you can. She's like, come here. I don't care what you smell like or how wet you are. <laughs> and she just gave me like the best hug. Like I almost started crying. Oh my you, goodness. You can get a little emotional at those points. Oh my God. In you the just race. run and cry by yourself because everything's Sometimes. so epic. Oh, I do that. Yeah. Like, I'm just like, oh my God, this is so awesome. Yeah. And so she, it was just the nicest, like full on hug. It was so wonderful. So thank you, hug lady. That's that very, very supportive. nice. It yes. was great. Uh, some people give out beer. Some people give out hugs. Somebody was giving out fireball shots, and I'm like, oh. I will vomit that out if I drink that. Yeah. I mean, I don't like them normally. And that will make you faster. That would be bad. Uh, dog guy. 
was at <laughs> going into Haynes Point. Um, so this is more like mile 17 for me. And he was running and he had like on the back of his shirt, or he may have had a pack on, he has kind of a regular size sheet of paper that he's printed stuff on and like laminated it. And so it's pinned on. And it's got this big pic. It's mostly just a big picture of this like amazing looking kind of bulldog. Mm -hmm. And there's some text, but it, it wasn't tiny, but it's like you're running. It's hard to read text. Yeah, everyone's jiggling. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, he had started walking and I kind of slowly was running up past him. I was like, tell me about your dog. And he's like, oh, she was just the best dog. And I had to put her down oh, last no. week. And she had this. I'm like, I had to put a dog down last week, too. So I talked to him for like four minutes about like how much it sucks to lose our dog. So he was very nice. Another time that you cried during the race. I, I think I didn't quite cry, but I had a nice talk with him. Um, good lamination because of the rain. And it wasn't just like in like some little slippy pouch. It was yeah. like full on laminated, like like a library card. Maybe he has a lamination device. He must. Some people very laminate impressed. everything. My brother has a laminator. He laminates he everything. Laminate everything. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was a long time ago. I don't know if he still does that. But. Here's tonight's menu. I laminated it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, so that was dog guy. Okay, so then Coke and French fries. So once you get over the bridge, uh, you go into Crystal City. Okay, let me just explain from a... I have not run as many marathons as you. Yeah. You go across the bridge and the finish, you know, if you're from D.C., you know the finish is to the right. And yeah. it's only like a mile and a half to the finish. Yeah. So you go left. You go left. <laughs> <laughs> so you go, you're like, oh, I got to go more miles before I can go close to the finish. It's terrible. It's, it's psychologically... It's not intentional. It's not mean, but yep. it's just like, oh, I know I'm so close to being at the finish, but they're making me do an extra loop. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't finish right away. So when you, you get onto the bridge in the regular marathon, it's mile 20. So it was 25 for me. Uh, you get off of the bridge at about like it's a l close to two miles, more than a mile and a half later. It's a yeah. long bridge. Um and so, and then you go into Crystal City, which is, uh, if you've gone to a convention in DC, could be where your hotel was. Uh, it's very close to National Airport. And uh, so the entrance to Crystal City is mile 22 of the regular marathon, 27 for me. So you're getting really close to done. You got four miles to go at that point. Yeah. Uh, and you're kind of home free. The last like gauntlet checkpoint is right at the entrance to Crystal City, basically that you're off the bridge. And once you're there, you know, even if the sweep bus goes past, they're going to let you finish. So, uh, so I go into Crystal City and they have, like, they close it down and they have this big kind of community festival in conjunction with the fact that the marathon runs through, which is really nice. I yeah, mean, there's music and there's, there's free candy and yeah. there's just all sorts of stuff. Tons of stuff. Yeah. So uh, there, and there's tons of spectators, like it really brings, cause not a ton of people live in like that part of Crystal City is more hotels and stuff. It brings all the people who kind of live around there into that part of Crystal City for the festival thing and cheering on the marathon. So there's a, it's probably the spot with the most crowd support in the race, I think. Yeah, the, the corner at the mall too, like yeah. around the, the Smithsonian's, there's a lot of people. Yeah, that's that true. Do. Yeah, right at, right by the bridge. It's kind of easy a to lot. get to, right? Yeah. yeah, but it's similar to that. So there's a ton of people out there and, uh, 
And yeah, they're giving it, they set up little tents, they're giving away candy and stuff. And so I'm coming past some people and they're, you know, everybody has Halloween candy because it's easy to get and they're giving it out. And so there's like three women and they're like holding up whatever, like little Hershey bars and Reese's. And I'm like, oh, maybe I'll take a Reese's. Like, I really like those. I feel kind of gross. And some lady's holding up a mini can of Coke. Whoa. Which is like my favorite thing in races. And I said, I said, is that a Coke? And she's like, yeah. And she hands it at me. And like my mouth fell open. I was like, Wah! and she looked, <laughs> she gave me this weird look. And I was like, oh, I'm not behaving socially appropriately at this point. <laughs> I'm like, I would love that Coke. And I drank it. I'm like, this is the best thing ever. It's Because so sometimes good. you pack those if you have the, the right Absolutely. size pack. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they keep my headaches at right, bay. Right, right. And it's um, the real Cokes, not the diet Cokes. No. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it gets like it's got sugar, caffeine. It's just great. Uh, it just sort of makes me feel better. So that was wonderful. That's like a omen. I know. That's like a, you know, a God's gift. So I keep going. And then you kind of run, whatever, like three quarters of a mile into Crystal City and then turn around and come back. And at the end, right before you turn around... There were these ladies out there holding these platters of French fries. And you guys, Whoa. they were hot. French fries. They were crispy. They were salted. They weren't soggy. They weren't cold old French fries. They literally were like, they must have had someone frying them and bringing them out and putting them. They were perfectly cooked, hot, still crunchy French fries. Not rained upon. No, well, it wasn't raining at that point. It was yeah, bright yeah. and sunny. Oh, my God. And so everybody's just grabbing handfuls of these, like, extremely delicious French fries. It is the first time I've seen French fries in a race, like, fresh French fries. Darth. I know. I was like, I've got to tweet Darth about this, which <laughs> I have not done yet. I didn't get any pictures. Uh, but so that was really wonderful. Um, yeah. And then, you know, I toughed it out. My feet were very sore, like, on the bottom, because I think the shoes that I used don't have the same amount of cushioning as what I have grown used to. Um, so it was a little more pounding. There's more rubbing, too, if it's all wet. That's true. Because they must have been squishy the whole time. They were really squishy. I was still wet at the finish, even um, though it had been sunny for a couple hours. Unbelievable. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, it was a good race. We got a good medal. Uh, the last few years, the Marine Corps Marathon medals have opened. So the regular marathon always has the Eagle Globe and Anchor, like the Marine Corps logo. And the globe part would, like, open... There'd be like a secret thing on the inside. Yeah, or it's spinner. The, yeah, you got one. I think that year you did it. I think there was a spinner, yeah. Yeah, the globe would like spin around <sighs> in there. And so this year, the 50K, like we got the most epic medal, which we earned. And, and it's got it's them. Awesome. Just for everyone, the, the race starts and finishes. No, the race finishes at the Marine Corps Memorial. which the is The Iwo Jima I- thing. Which is the Iwo Jima. It's a, it's a statue that recreates the Iwo Jima flag raising. It's giant. I mean, everyone, I think it's kind of iconic. Everyone kind of knows about it, but there is this giant statue, super plus life size, you know. 20, oh, yeah. 20 I mean, feet tall guys. They're at least the 20 feet tall. On, yeah, on it's huge. And so that's that's on the medals usually, I think, or the T-shirts. And Somewhere, stuff. Yeah. yeah. And it's kind of uh, incorporated in the logo in a sort of stylized way. Mm-hmm. So my medal has like, uh, it's kind of like that with gold. The flag is in red, white, and blue on like a big background that says like 50K. It's cool. The regular marathon got the Eagle Globe and Anchor, but the globe part's just like flat. I mean, it's nice metal, but it's got just like a flat globe with like some blue enamel in there. Not as cool as the last couple of years, yeah, I gotta I think say. It's, I, I was thinking about that. It's hard to keep making him better. Yeah. You've had a medal, not the Marine Corps, where it like the lighthouse blinked 
Oh, right? that was, yeah, like the a, keys meant a light that blinked. But then what do you do after that? Like a siren that sounds or <laughs> plays a song? I mean, you can, there's only so much escalation you can do, I think. They probably consciously were like, okay, we got to got to pare it back because we yeah. can't keep making better things. No, it's true. One year I did the Miami Marathon and they're like, uh, it's a triple spinner and the, there's like three sp- <laughs> and it's got a diamond in the middle. Oh it's like a real diamond and it's like it was not. It was like flag. a splinter. They, I mean, it was a splinter. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's they itty took bitty. a hammer to a diamond and we're like, all right, here's... It's breaking into 30,000 pieces. 10, yeah. No, I mean, it was like nothing that would have any value. Uh, but it's this teeny little sparkly speck in there, <sighs> like so a Miami. real diamond, the real triple spinner. And there, you could tell from the like write up on the website that's like we're the original spinning metal and this so there's like some clearly some rivalry between races like trying to escalate each other on the metal because yeah, that was like the middle spun and then there was an, an, a middle ring that spun and yeah. then the outside also spun or yeah. something right yeah it so all it would spin in different spin. ways <laughs> oh my god like a crazy christmas ornament yeah <laughs> yeah yeah so uh anyway so i have three medals so far this month i have the chicago marathon goodness gracious always mediocre medals sorry chicago i chicago love chicago has very bureaucratic medals they're very like if, if right accountants one. made medals they'd be like <laughs> well it's just got the chicago skyline and the date that's pretty good we'll stamp it make I mean, forty thousand of those this is so accurate it's true i mean it's, they're it's they're so great cool. because chicago's great but one year they had the bean which is yeah. Which you is don't even iconic, run past it. but the bean is boring. It is yeah. freaking looks like a bean. <laughs> yeah, it's cool in real life. It's not cool in a metal. No, it no. looked dumb. Uh, yeah. No, and it's not color. It's not anything. No. For the uh, Baltimore Half Marathon, it's a metal shaped like a friggin' crab, that and the body of epic. the crab is hinged and opens up, and it's got like the like like torso of the crab has like 13.1 cut into it you can see through it and then it hinges open yeah. and they've got like the skyline and there's like the little crab and there's a race it's enamel it's very cool metals with hinges are awesome yeah there's like secret surprises in yeah there. And, and and what was it? last year they had that at the marine corps was yeah, last year? yeah, last they hinged year. open last year. It was so cool. And it was cool because they didn't tell anybody, and it was sort of secret. You had to f- tell so me, yeah. people would be walking around, they're like, did you see that it opened? And they'd like show other finishers, and they'd be like, oh, it opens, oh there, my God. There may still be 5,000 people who've never figured out that it opens. Yeah. They're just like, oh, this is a big lumpy part of the globe here of the, of the medallion. <laughs> it opens, guys. It opens. opens. Uh, so this one doesn't have any secret spots, but it's good. And, uh, I mean, we've done weird races that, uh, you know, some ultras have really great medals, but usually they have pretty crappy medals. Like, they're 3D printed at Bob's house because he only has to make 12 of them. Ultras, yeah, because it's only for 200 people, and it's yeah. usually, yeah, it is it organized by Bob? Like, it's on my farm. <laughs> yep. And they're, you know, the entry fees for ultras typically are much less than for marathons because the main... F- like cost behind marathons is not the t-shirts and the medals it's like the security and the porta potties and like Closing the permits the streets. yeah paying for cops yeah. yeah so you don't really have to do that for ultras because you're like running in a park or yeah in somebody's yard or on a trail and so it's just way cheaper to put one on yeah um so but yeah because of that because people are not used to paying a lot like you can build in 20 bucks for a medal into a marathon fee pretty easily because you've got to charge for so much other stuff uh, twenty dollar difference in an ultra is more noticeable when it would be a forty dollar race and it's sixty. I, and I wouldn't be surprised if there's a philosophical divide on medals too, where yeah. there's a lot of people who think 
the, it doesn't need to be fancy, right? They can have like a, a, a modest medal, but the but the race was awesome for them, sure. and the achievement matters to them, right? Absolutely. Like the belt buckle thing, that's like cool, but they're not real fancy, right? They're belt buckles, right? That, yeah. But but what they signify is awesome. Yeah. You know, you're like man. Yeah, hundred yeah. miles. Yeah, indeed. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah. So there we go. There's the Marine Corps fifty k. Uh, was a big fan. I don't know if I would do it again, just because I really felt that time pressure, and I have a much better time at races when I'm like, I'm gonna go take a picture of this thing. I'm gonna go do this thing. Like the race I'm doing in December, the Skeeter Scoot. Uh, <laughs> Partly for the name, admittedly. I mean, eighty percent for the name. <laughs> it's in Florida. <laughs> they have a 100K and a 50K. I'm doing the 50K. Uh, it starts at 6 a.m. and you have until midnight, either race. So I have 18 hours to run a 50K. This one took me seven hours and 16 minutes. So I'm going to be able to relax a little bit because I have 18 hours to run. So if you run the 100K, you're under some real time pressure. It would be, yeah, it'd be, I mean, when I ran my 100K, now it rained the whole time there, so I was slower, but it took me just under 20 hours, like 1945. Yeah. So I I don't think I would quite make it. I think you're faster now, but uh, but that's, yeah. I don't know. But, I mean, that would have to be a lot faster. Two yeah, hours two faster. Two hours over 100K is a lot. Yeah. Uh, for 50K, it's just like, I can do whatever I want. <laughs> I can be relaxed. I can be like, oh, I'm going to, let me go down and take a school picture at the beach. It's like, whatever. I'm still running 31 miles. I'm not doing it for speed. Um, the same thing with the... uh won't have as many dogs, though, so it won't slow you down no, as much. No, that's true. But it's on the beach. It's like on the ocean. Were there good dogs for the DC Marathon? Really limited doggage. Yeah. Compared Chicago, to... so far, peak dog. Yes. And Baltimore wasn't bad. There's Chicago... a lot of dog in Baltimore, uh, but Chicago was definitely peak dog. It's Not peak, much dog. And... Peak, your people dog, too. Yeah. A lot of goldens. Uh, but yeah, the uh, I'm so, I have two more races that I'm like signed up for: the Skeeter Scoot in December, and then the Skydive Ultra in January. That's insane. So uh, the first three miles, you jump out of a plane, and you go straight down. You go straight this down. is just, very fast. Yes, I don't think those actually count towards your total, though. I think you have to skydive. It would lower your average time. I know. Mile. I'll have to see. I don't know. I think you have to still go run 50k. They're like, if, oh, if you're 30 up seconds type, for that mile. Yeah. <laughs> If you're uptight about timing, this is not the race for you. They're like, we're going to start around eight. It'll depend on the weather. I mean, you you're, you may have to hang out for an hour or so. They're jumping. They're throwing you out of a plane. And they, so got, they can only harder. take up like six people at a time. It's a little harder to, to mass start. Yeah. So they're like, it's just, you're going to start when you start. Uh, like, come prepared to hang out. Unless you have a Zeppelin. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but that one, they have a hundred miler. So I... They're like, you take as much time as the 100 miler to run your 30 miles, 31 miles. So they're going to be much easier. Uh, We do have, so I have gotten medals the last three weekends. And next weekend, GR Dad and I just signed up for a 10K in Frederick. This is is, like in four days. Yeah. What's it called? The sprint for, what's the word? It's the word for a baby oyster. Splat. Spat. Spat, I think. Sprint for spats, I think. Yeah. Uh, so it's a 10K. There's like a beer run. You get a free beer. There's at the a end point of the one race. K. Point one K. Yep. And there's a 10K. You have to, you have to do an oyster 10K. shooter. I don't know if it, that's going to yeah. be impossible for you. It's not vegetarian. I think I don't think you have to do the oyster shooter for the 10K. You can. No, but for you the don't point one K. For the point one. Yeah, I'm not doing that one. I'm doing that. That's great. It's 100 meters. You totally should do it. I think. 0.1k or 0.110k 0.1k yeah it's 100 meters yeah you should doing it go for it yeah there was also a beer run relay 
was a mile, I think. The one mile. I was like, oh, we should do the one mile beer run because you get a medal for that too, but you have to have four people on a team to do the beer run. I think run. it's and four it miles, right? I mean, yeah. it's probably, yeah. And it was full, yeah. yeah. But so, uh, we, we could have gotten two medals. <laughs> I know. <laughs> if we'd done the cool. beer run relay, but that's fine. Yeah, so uh, so I'll have four medals in four weeks. I have a whole plan of a picture with each dog wearing a different medal. I mean, it. yeah. You are, you like medals. I you do. You like the I medals. I don't do it just for the medal. Because no. I could get a medal much easier than running 31 but miles. But it is important. And you. And it's not like you would ever buy a medal or get a medal that, that where from a race you didn't run and think yes. of that as the same thing, right? It, but it, you like the medals at the finish. I'll take a medal for a 5K. Yeah. And for frankly, for ultras, I've done some that don't have medals. Like, it's sure. not my sole motivator, no, but I no. really do like having the tangible reward. I'm very much a gold star person. I want to earn the thing at the end. And have a thing. And have it. Right. Yeah. Uh, moral victory is not as good as a medal. I mean, it, yeah, it's good, but a moral victory plus a medal is better. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Marine Corps Marathon, good marathon to do, very supportive. Especially when it's underwater. Yeah. Bloop. It's, Bloop. The first Bloop. year it's been that. I mean, it's drizzled on me before. This is the first, like, really epic rain I've had in a race, except for that 100K where it was uh, scary and torrential. Yeah. You were better prepared this time. Yeah. All right. Let me get us a dog palate cleanser. I guess we call this the dog running story here. Yeah. The dog palate cleanser on the murder podcast. This isn't as horrible as to need a palate cleanser. Indeed. All right, so as I was looking through my notes, GR Dad reminded me of a different runner story, which doesn't have a dog, but is so good that we're going to talk about. It's uplifting and positive and nice. Okay, so I'm just going to read you the little story from Runner's World magazine. Runners tend to write their names or the names of others they're running for, but... Oh, so this is on their bibs, right? On your, like, race bib yeah, on yeah. the front. So people people like to cheer for, for you. If you put Joe on there, they'll go... Like, good job, Joe. Good job, Joe, yeah. Yep, you're doing yeah. good. Uh... Okay, so they just didn't have this background. Uh, but yes, yeah, so we're talking about on the bibs for a race, the little number you put on the front, tend to write their names, the names of others they're running for, but Tyler Moon opted for the simple message, quote, Jesus saves. Yet little did the 25-year-old know that this message would turn out to be prophetic. <gasps> Taking part in a recent Minneapolis race, the Medtronic TC 10 mile earlier this month, Moon suffered a cardiac arrest at mile eight. Uh, all right, there's a bunch of... That's a heart attack. Heart dealer. The doctors would later tell him he experienced ventricular tachycardia at first. Blah, blah, blah. Okay. He fell on his left side, fractured bones in his face. So Oof. he was just like out, like Passed straight out Before out. he hit the ground. Yeah. yeah. Fractured bones in his face, got a concussion and scraped up his left knee and hand. Behind him in the race, so he's had a heart attack. He has collapsed full on to the ground. Yeah. Behind him in the race was a registered nurse anesthetist, Jesus Jesse Bueno. He dropped down beside Moon, and he and a running colleague began CPR until paramedics arrived. First of all, he said, damn my time. I'm going to stop for this guy. <laughs> I'm, in, I, I'm in a race, but I'm going to stop. Might not have happened in some of these DC races. Yeah. Moon is still recovering, but doctors say what happened was an anomaly, and he should make a full recovery. Just random heart problem. You're fine. Don't worry about it. Probably won't happen again. <laughs> That's very Midwestern. Yeah. Don't uh, worry. You're fine. So, yeah, he would have died. Except behind him, Jesus saved him. Nope. I almost died. Nope. Nope. No, don't worry. You're fine. (laughs) (laughs) 
Jesus saves. So, Jesus. Here's what he says. Saves. Amy and I, wait, I'm guessing Amy is his wife. Amy and I are Christians, and on my race bib, I wanted to have a statement so that when people saw me run by, it pointed them to Jesus. It says Jesus saves, which is pretty fitting after everything happened. We're just happy God had it happen where it did, where there were all these wonderful people that stepped up. Like I've said, I went for a run, then all of a sudden, a bunch of strangers saved my life, which I gotta say is better than the people who are like, God really stepped in and saved me. And it's like, no, man, Jesus stepped in and saved you. A bunch of other paramedics. But this guy, he's like, it's really nice that all these people saved me. Yep. So good for him for not going like, Taking the credit away from the people yeah, who like, like did ignoring, all that work. Yeah. The people, <laughs> it drives yeah. me crazy. Like, oh, I got in a car crash and God chose to save me. And it's like, bitch, you were in surgery for 17 hours. <laughs> uh, like 30 people saved you. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> God. It just drives me crazy. No, he seems like a nice kid. No. So uh, good job. And, you know, Jesus, really, really excellent job. But, uh, you know, I mean, there are 10 milers in DC. I think if you collapse at mile eight of a 10 miler here, half the people are going to be like, Eh. <laughs> paramedics will get him that's or, not fair they, maybe they'll call no, you know what you know where they will do that at the lawyers have heart 10k i yes yes that's yes. what i was thinking of first because they don't care if you're like maltreating a dog i mean this they, is the race that we talked about in the chicago worst podcast. race ever i won't run it anymore i ran it once and i was like no. what are all these assholes doing here it's that's it's, what it attracts it yeah. really is like that um which is sad because tons of my friends are lawyers and they're not jerks, but this really pulls out like all the jerky lawyers. So and I don't, I don't even run it. out of the lawyers. Yeah. yeah, most races are not like that. Most like races for actual runners. So in that one, if someone collapsed, everyone would be running past them, like yeah. get out of the way. What, and then some guys would be like, "Here's my card. I can help you see the race." <laughs> <laughs> That's not fair. <laughs> Though maybe. <laughs> <laughs> not bad not bad Gobek. not bad all right well thank you all for listening um you know we'll have more running updates as we run more stuff and <laughs> every week for you yes yes until next week go out for a run yeah have a good one bye bye